When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damien Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And another week here. It's spooky season. That's true. And uh, what what could be spookier than a little bit of an update for everybody? Oh, yeah. As we got to scare them. Uh, we got to we scare the shit out. We got to scare them good. As people know, at the start of the year, did a podcast, yeah. uh, uh, Paranormal, a uh, fellow on the, uh, the network with us. I'm sure we'll mention them later on. As we have a crossover guest with them, but um, a psychic came on and told mm-hmm. me I was going to have a heart attack this year. Last night, mm-hmm. old uh, Damien here had me in the emergency room. Yeah, yeah, trying to put me down. I yeah, think. I had him in a, I had him in a Boston crab for twenty five minutes, and then you just wouldn't tap out, so I had to drive you up there, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean. I- yeah, so I guess in like specific like uh, small details, I was mm-hmm. feeling like chest pains for like uh, five hours or whatever, yeah. and then my arm started going numb and I felt like tickling on my uh, palm of my hand. And uh, when they did the blood work and everything, the doctor got the test and blood work back and uh, uh, diagnosed me with being a really cool dude. So right. I said nothing's wrong here, I guess. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> So they didn't say you had a heart attack then? No. No. They didn't. So okay. this the psychic's not right yet. Right. Give them time. They said at the end of the year. So I have... Uh... You know, honestly, when I was coming to meet you at the hospital, that was the... F- I was thinking that. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You're going to take this. And you're like, the psychic? She's right. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um yeah but i'm more likely to believe that you manifested it <laughs> because she said that <laughs> well yeah i don't know you're i like getting stressed out because you're running out of time and you're like i don't want the psychic to feel bad because they're wrong that's true well i mean i i don't really like i don't know i'm mixed mm-hmm. on psychics in general but i do believe that this psychic will do whatever it takes to be right so oh. i think that she's She's been uh, uh, drugging you, making you, giving you heart attack. Juice. Probably like cursing. Yeah. Like <laughs> rubbing some kind of heart attack oil on the finding, doorknobs. Finding where you're getting like your coffees in the morning and putting uh, bacon fat in it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not all about me on my deathbed today. Mm, well, <laughs> you're still here. And then we would have done a seance episode <laughs> if you weren't. So don't worry about it. Honestly, it's just going to be so good for the brand if this happens. So. Mm-hmm. But it's about our guest here. We have someone that looks shocked, looks horrified (laughs) already. We have podcaster, drag queen. We got juice box here. Are you okay? I'm I'm doing fine. Yeah, we got we got home at uh, four in the morning last night, but (laughs) 
you know, I, uh, it's, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I literally, you were saying that story and I was just like, what the fuck is this guy on? Like, is he good? Like, are you good? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're feeling good. Hi. How are you? <laughs> But uh, what's uh, what's your uh, belief in uh, psychics here right off the top? Mm. Like if a psychic told you you were having a heart attack uh, this year, how much weight would you put on that? How much weight would it for me? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 quite healthy. Um, <laughs> so I would probably be like, uh, I don't know about that. Um, so maybe not. I just, my thing with psychics is just like. I believe it to an extent like I'm just like yeah okay work but then I also think there's people out there that are just kind of like scam artists mm, right yeah yeah and um this one didn't this was just on a podcast so they didn't ask for any money from me or anything like that so she just uh-huh. for fun I guess uh said let's give them some drama <laughs> He said, you know what? And also the what a bold claim to like a very yeah. specific health issue for someone being like hey you're gonna have a heart attack like what that, that's what i was thinking i was well, thinking that's a pretty big swing on a public platform conversely i would say a heart attack is one of the most common things that can happen to people like that's one of the like leading causes of death is like heart disease and heart failure so it's a big swing but it's also like oh, what's going to be the most like it'd be like guessing you might get cancer <laughs> you know what i mean mm. like yeah. it's so common it is very common but saying more but, like you may have some health issues this mm. year some i feel like yeah. some a hospital visit not you're gonna have a heart attack like yeah. girl that what been a safer bet yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely like with improv you know it's the it's like the specificity that's you know the the funnest yeah, yeah. I I like how your answer, the juice box was like, "Well, I'm healthy. I met you at Fan Expo, and I, I'm healthy. I don't know about you, yeah. Diva. Yeah, yeah. That might be a subtle hint that if you were the psychic, you would have said heart attack too. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What a shady. She's shady boots, is what I'm saying. She was shady boots. <laughs> Well, I, w- I want to talk about you here because uh, first season of Canada's Drag Race, mm-hmm. huge mm. deal, right? And I have a lot mm. of questions uh, towards this. You're actually, I mean, this is our eighth year now of the podcast, first yep. drag queen to ever be on the podcast. So, oh, wow. Uh, honestly, almost as good of a deal as being on the first season. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but uh, yeah, so first season of Canada's Drag Race, first mm-hmm. eliminated on Canada's Drag Race. Wah, wah. Do you feel like with that, and by the way, when we met at Fan Expo, we took a picture together. I posted it on my Instagram. And the first message I got <laughs> was uh, from a friend of mine that just uh, wrote in all caps, Juice Box was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of that for like a good two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of that. So, I mean, it's it's better to have like a, a robbed edit than it is like, it was your time, you yeah. know? I yeah. would rather people be upset I was gone than, oh, thank God, you know? <laughs> <laughs> does, does that, is it like consoling in a way to be like, oh, there, a lot of people didn't think this was the time? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's given me like an incredible career. Like I've been able to really keep myself afloat. Um, I've been able to travel, meet really cool people, especially with like season one. Season one was the the second 
spinoff of like Drag Race, like RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race, uh, English speaking. So there was uh, Thailand. So that was obviously in Thai. And then RuPaul's Drag Race UK and then Canada's Drag Race, right? So we were still like fresh off the spinoffs. So when Canada's Drag Race came out, it was a really big deal. Everyone was really excited. Mm-hmm. So I kind of landed in a really cool spot because it was right in the middle of the pandemic. So everybody had to watch because you had nothing fucking else to do. <laughs> um, I was, we were again, like the, one of the very first spinoffs to come out of the show at it's like the height of its popularity. And um, they yeeted me off and I didn't have to worry about the rest of the stress. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the exposure and the notoriety from it without having to like endure the, the pain and the suffering that the show can indu- inflict upon you. Yeah. I mean, I still, I had my own little brand of pain and suffering, but it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was a little bit different. I remember I was in a car with Priyanka one time before the show mm-hmm. premiered and we were chit-chatting about, you know, our experiences and, and how we felt. And I went, well, Pri, we had two very different experiences on the show. And she went, no, 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 we had the same experience. And I was like, <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> uh, and then when she won a hundred thousand dollars, she was like, yeah, yeah, we had two different experiences. <laughs> I, I'm wondering with it because Canada's Drag Race is the only drag race I watch. Like I've been watching oh. it live since it premiered, yeah. uh, too. So and um, yeah, I just watched the third season as well. Like I watch it religiously, but I I haven't dove into the other ones. I think because it wasn't like it feels like it went too far away from me. I think. Oh, like, really? That, I guess I didn't watch back, but the the Canada's one I enjoy so much and i think it's because like you have people on there like with like uh priyanka uh being involved in like the comedy community so much and everything too like uh, have that kind of connection i guess to like following everybody and also being like having people be like oh toronto based and stuff like that i'm like oh i want to uh cheer for them because we're in the same city kind of thing and and um seeing like all of you perform and everything like that but um I'm wondering for it, like how much does like you were saying that it, it's like built your career, like how to what like scale, like what uh, for an example of like what you were doing before Canada's Drag Race to how much uh-huh. it helped outside of that when you're on there. So before Canada's Drag Race, I was working like almost every night in a bar mm-hmm. uh, making like they'll give you like seventy five dollars to one hundred and fifty dollars a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than comedy better than comedy yeah, better than, you know it costs a little bit more to do what we do so a little yeah. bit better than comedy, yeah, but so I'm, hey. I'm working every <laughs> we gotta buy two drinks at least if you're doing comedy you know how just many graphic tees we go through <laughs> just it's just like if this wig was a thousand dollars um oh, so yeah they're expensive but so so i'm doing that almost every night i'm in a bar i'm doing like two to three gigs like hustling from bar to bar and yeah. in drag in toronto you don't just do one number right you're doing like 20 to 30 so mm-hmm. then like you're doing multiple numbers all night long i'm getting like private gigs i'm a part of a band called the spice queen so we were a spice girls uh, impersonation group mm-hmm. so that's giving me a little bit more money here and there right so and my career is really starting to build, but there's really sometimes only you can so much you can do locally yeah, yeah. until you kind of need to hit that plateau of like becoming a little bit higher. So when Drag Race came to Canada, that sort of was the, the door for us. Mm-hmm. So now I really just work weekends um, and I don't really work downtown Toronto a lot. Um, 
really only my slow times, like in the fall, like right now I've got three gigs in Toronto, but it's just like, there's a, a private gig and then I'm doing an, uh, an open stage with MRG and then I'm doing, um, something in Windsor and it's another open stage, but it's like a Halloween theme one. So like, those are all yeah. local stuff, but I'm the host, you know? So I'm the one who's running the show. My paychecks are a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid for more things that are worth a little bit more of my time rather than like, you, you, you're doing a hundred dollars a show. Like, as you guys know, with comedy and stuff, you, mm-hmm. the moment you get there onto your cab, you're making like 20 bucks, Yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, you can make a lot more with tips and you're relying on tips, but now I don't really need to rely on tips. Tips are just like, yeah, this is great. I'm making a lot of money in tips, mm-hmm. but my fee itself is just like paying my bills. I was able to, me and my husband were able to save enough to buy a house. Um, yeah. right. We, we moved out of the city. We have a beautiful home at, mm-hmm. in a town just outside of it. Now we were able to like do renovations. We're able to save, we're able to go on vacations. Like it's, a, it's a lot different. It's almost like a big promotion when you get yeah. on drag race. I mean, that's such an amazing like opportunity to have, right. And to be able mm-hmm. to, to take that to the place where you have, where you're able to work that and you're able to sustain yourself and, and thrive mm-hmm. even. Um, yeah. my question too, like, especially with Canada's drag race, um, it, it opened up uh, a lot of opportunities for you. How do you feel like um, it opened up on a more international uh, stage? Because I know sometimes with Canadian television, um, it, it can be a little more limited to just Canada. Yeah. Do, do you feel that it opened it up a little more, though, like, with, with the a, drag a little race bit. name as well? Yeah, like a lot of the girls were able mm-hmm. to to travel internationally. Like I think right now, yeah. Priyanka, Scarlett, Jimbo, and Brooklyn and Giselle, uh, I think are all going to be traveling to Australia really soon. Uh, so is Lemon. Lemon's going to be there, I think, for Halloween. I th- a lot of the queens are always going to be are, are always traveling through the UK. I think Fierce Delicious is going to be in the UK in uh, this Christmas holiday. So yeah it's really opened it up for us to be a little bit more international. I've, I've been able to go to like Chicago, LA and um, like different places in the States. So that's been really, really cool. So you're not just stuck sort of like in your small town and then like towns just outside of it, you're able to, to kind of branch out. I've got fans all over the world. I have some fans like in Japan who, who message me randomly and say things like it really gives you a bigger outreach. That's great. And then with, uh, with doing Twitch streaming as well, I'm sure that that even further expands that as well. Right. Yeah. Twitch, Twitch is like my, the way I can really connect with my fans Mm -hmm. and really have more of an intimate, it's almost like, um, it's almost like the fan club, you know? Yeah. Where it's just like how celebrities would have their fan club. Mine's like my Twitch. So it's like the people who are like fans of me and they want to spend time with me, they just go to my Twitch and it, it creates more of like an intimate relationship. I still keep a very hard boundary up with them where oh, it's just like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, cause sometimes people lose that. But for me, it's just like, this is still like my job. Like we're not friends. You know, I appreciate everything you do and I can thank you for everything you do and thank you for the love. But like, I don't want to go and have dinner, you yeah. know? I don't want to play video games together on the weekends. You know, there's, there's... <laughs> that's uh, that's such a hard line that I think, uh, you know, again, like so many people seem to forget is, is there is still that, that separation between people and, you know, yeah. it's so easy to get so close to uh, someone on the internet in that way. And someone that you see every day. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering too, uh, with like going into, so you get cast on Canada's drag race. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm wondering like what was your kind of like expectation how much information were you given for it like i don't know how like the uk one uh works uh or anything like that like is rupaul at those ones because rupaul comes on like the video screen here and we have we have brooklyn right like Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, ours was a blank wall and we had to pretend like there was a TV there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could hear her, but like there was nothing there. Oh man. So were you, I mean, for me, like, I love uh, seeing uh, Brooklyn and that's the host that I'm used to as weird as that sounds, I guess, from yeah. like, uh, the drag race world. But like for you, were you having like the expectation of like, oh, RuPaul's going to be here or like. Oh, I, no, I knew it was Brooke. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I knew it was Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. We all knew it was Brooke. Nobody knows how to keep their mouth shut in Canada. <laughs> like we like half of the cast knew because we were all from Toronto. Mm-hmm. We all knew each other were there. Like, I remember one night we were all at Cruise and Tango's and we were all just holding hands like, this is like a big deal. And it was like, th- there was four of us who were going to be on the show literally the next week. And we were all at a gig together. So we all knew. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like they were expecting me to act really big when Scarlett walked in because me and Scarlett worked together very closely. And I just couldn't hide it. I was just like, I know she's here. And I, and I was just like, what's up? Hey, girl. Like I, I, they wanted me to be like, oh, my God. But I was like, hey, like. <laughs> I think I uh, kind of like got a little bit of that experience from just I, I work with a queen, a Toronto queen and uh, just uh, licorice. Do you know licorice? No, or, I'm not. No? I'm not aware. I'm not aware. So she basically knew the winner of season three, like while it was going. I'm like, don't spoil it. Don't tell me who wins this thing. <laughs> oh my god, the winner is never the, the the. A lot of people think they know the winner because of rumors, but the winner is the one that's always like locked down. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one that's always hard locked down. So I've never had it where somebody's like known the winner until like the day of there's rumors, but you never like know, no until the day of like, we all thought that I think a lot of us thought that somebody of like Rita or Scarlett was going to win our season. Mm. And then when Priyanka won, we were like, we were obviously like overjoyed, but we were kind of like, Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. we, we heard rumors that it was going to be one of them too. And then when it was Priyanka, we were like, Holy shit, you know, that's wild, but it, she's I- a great winner. Yeah, I like Priyanka because what I've kind of like seen, I don't know. I I watch so much like reality television. I watch and I do like a podcast on like specifically Survivor. So like studying like the edits and everything like that is like what I do a lot of the time. I felt like first episode, I was like, I think Priyanka is going to win this. And you you kind of like it feels like you're watching the journey it's with easy to say that after that no i i swear i'm like pretty i'm pretty good at it you like you watch but you watch the journey right and you're watching yeah. like how uh priyanka kind of evolves and it seems like that's the story they want for yeah like the winner right and i, I do think like obviously like priyanka deserved it and everything too but like you just watch this amazing journey and it it's mm-hmm. all uh, well, they, they did the same in tones. season two with isis mm-hmm Isis had a very winner edit. Like from day one, you were like, I told Isis to win her did a gig together. I was just like, girl, from day one, you could see that they were painting you as the winner. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you knew you were going to win from day one, especially with like how she was portrayed, how good she was doing, how well she was. And even when she would slip and fall, she would still like in her lip sync, she would still do really well. So they were painting her out like, okay, this is going to, this girl's going to dominate. So, and she did, she won. Yeah. Well, um, for for you um going in there uh being the first eliminated is that almost better than like being eliminated around the middle just because like you're the that's legendary status right like although you know that that goes down in history first season first eliminated and lots of ones yeah (laughs) it's yeah yeah to be number one 
Yeah. I mean, when I was with my, I was with my husband in the car and I was, I, I feel like I accidentally manifested it stupid, but I told him, I was just like, the only placements I want are first out mm-hmm. fifth place or win. I was like, that's all I want. I don't want anything in between. I don't want to be middle of the pack. I don't want to hit in that weird, like, I don't want to be top three, top four. It's either I want to be top five mm-hmm. winner or first out. And right. he was like, why? And I was like, well, winner, you get hundred K tax free. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it goes without saying, like, that's the best. And then you're the winner. You, yeah. You're, yeah. you're set. <laughs> um, top five. So fifth place uh, is always a good spot. Always fan favorite. Everybody loves to face. It's always right before the top four. So people are just like, oh, I wish they were there for these last two episodes. It's yeah. always, always a good spot. If you look at any of the person who hit fifth place in any of the seasons, they're always mm. usually doing well. And they're always usually a fan favorite. Most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. Uh, and then first out, Everybody watches the first episode. Everybody remembers the first girl to go. And especially in a pork chop sort of sense, like they're, they're the girl who they wanted to see more of like all of these things. Like it's, it's a good space to be. You always remember that person. And then you kind of sometimes can forget the middle of the pack girls. Mm -hmm. So that's what I told him. And then all of a sudden I call him like a week and a half later and he's like, (laughs) oh, well, I'm thinking back. You, You were saying that the, the producers wanted you to have this big reaction when yeah. someone came in and you didn't give it to them. Oh, do you think maybe, <laughs> maybe it was the, you know, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it, did you, did, sorry, did you watch uh, season one? It's okay if you didn't. No, I didn't actually. I saw, season I, saw one several, you I saw several episodes, you watched but I didn't watch the whole me, season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if did I saw the Did you see the first episode? episode? I don't so know the, I what did. happened on my episode was, um, so I obviously had my, mm-hmm. my moment where I come in and the first thing that happens is like, one, they didn't give me a mirror, so I couldn't like double check what I looked like. So my hair was really messy. Like I didn't like I didn't look a little, yeah. I looked a little disheveled. Then my bracelet got stuck on my tights. And I had this like goofy moment of like trying to get it out. Mm-hmm. Then in the mini challenge, I fell, like ate shit, just <laughs> fucking dr- yeah. dropped to the ground. And then when it came to the runway, I had a panic attack. Like a massive panic attack. Okay. It gave, I became like a spokesperson for like mental health and, yeah. and yeah. anxiety disorders and everything, which is great. But, you know, I've got the one, two, three, I've got the beats. In between that, I had a big storyline about my sobriety and everything. So I gave it all away. I gave it all away. Episode <laughs> one. I said, here's me. Here is all of it. Here yeah. is every little bit of it. So they were like, what yeah. else does she got to give us? These incredible, beautiful looks she's got? Nah, fuck those. <laughs> That's true. You should have spread all that stuff out over the season. Yeah. That's the I know. I gave too much away. That's yeah. Survivor 101 too. You know when someone yeah. gives their full story that they're about to go home, right? They're out. They're out. So I was just oh, like, okay. Ah, okay, well, I guess it's done. But I mean, for just like, like I said, number uh, first eliminated first season, huge member, like hugely memorable, uh, mm-hmm. but also just like your look is like a brand, right? Like it's so memorable in its own. Like you, I, I find that when you're watching uh, the seasons, not everyone has a, a look that is just like, this is the, like kind of the brand, but yours right. with like the freckles and like kind of like the reddish hue, like the cute, like reddish hue on the nose kind of thing. Like it's all like, juice box kind of thing yeah. and, and it, it sticks with you um more so than a lot too so i think like the, with that mixture of uh the legendary status of being that one and one kind of thing it, it just all comes together kind of like beautifully where it's like 
and also the story of just like everyone saying robbed and everything like that and just like you're i think that if they do like a all-stars and i'm sure they'll do like an all-stars at some point or whatever like my vote would be for you to uh come back because i'd want to see more i mean that's a great oh. underdog story right there mm-hmm. i really appreciate it i don't know if i ever if they ever would ask me back but i feel like I, I've, I've become a little bit of a brat so i don't know if they like me too much <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know if the the new because it's a new crew eh? the season one crew is gone and right. two and three was a brand oh, okay. new production team uh and i don't know how much they like me i got a little sassy with them uh a few times because of mm-hmm. I've, I'm, I'm very bold in how i'm treated uh, and I'm very upfront in being treated properly. And I had some yeah. moments where I felt like I wasn't being treated properly post uh, with some things. Uh, and I brought it up and I and I defended myself and I said, I will not be spoken to this way. I will not be treated this way. Mm-hmm. This is not how I maneuver through the world. And this is not who I am. And you can't you can't treat me like that. And I think they didn't like that. So... Well, if that's the case, it sounds like you probably made the best decision then. I mean, yeah. you, you have to be able to set those boundaries. And if they're not willing to, you know, respect that, then. You know, we ended things well, but it's one of those things where it's just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe I kind of burned that bridge, but it's also like fucking expensive. I spent $17,500 to go on the first season and I Whoa. didn't make it past the first episode. So imagine me on an all-stars mama. That's going to be like 40 K. Like, <laughs> and I need, I need that money. I got bills. So that, that's an amazing side that I don't know if people necessarily think of. It's just mm-hmm. like that expense to just be on the show. It's expensive. It's, it's crazy expensive to be on the show and the money you make on the show is not enough to really pay it off. Yeah. Uh, and then it's also the money you make on the show is meant to like sustain you for the time you're gone. So that's mm-hmm. not to to keep in mind the, you know, the the money you need to put out for the show, too. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it is hard and it's a very big financial expense to be able to do it and to be able to do it properly. Like if even if you've seen the all winter seasons, like some of those outfits were like 30, 40,000 for one runway. So it's wow. up there for 15 minutes, a moment in time. You know, and it's and it's so expensive to be able to do this. And it's so expensive to be able to be on that show. And every year it just gets more and more expensive every single year, you know, so. Wow. Yeah. And I, I never thought about that. Well, I mean, we although you're a first drag queen on the uh, podcast, we have had the head writer on. So we got we got pull now we can. <laughs> of Drag Race? Yes. We're, we're getting you on here. Brandon Ash Mohammed uh, done the uh, podcast a few times and everything. So Brandon Ash Mohammed. Yeah, he's a comedian. He's the head writer now of uh, I think starting season two or maybe starting season three. He became the head. writer. Oh, OK. Oh, he mm-hmm. wasn't on my season then. Yeah, no. Oh, but okay. That's, that's why I was like, who the fuck is that? We, we have the, <laughs> we'll cut that out. We, yeah, okay, we'll cut that sorry. Out. We're using our poll. <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll be like, who the fuck are you, Dust? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Oh, no, I don't know who that is. Um, It's funny. <laughs> but we need to dive into a spookier note here. We asked you about psychics before, but we need to ask you. I got to say. $30,000 for an outfit is spooky as shit to me. Yeah, that yeah, is scary. That is yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. This is a free yeah. shirt that I got and these pants I I got our I got for free too. So. This this shirt was $20. I bought it at a CrossFit in Vancouver. And it, I only bought it cuz it had rainbows on it. <laughs> oh, actually, I do want to ask you before we uh go into the spooky. Yeah. Um so when you're uh doing uh drag race and 
all of the different places in Canada come up because I, we had East Coast for the first time in the yeah. third season. Is there a specific place in Canada where like uh, you're like, OK, that queen came from there, that that's going to be a strong queen because it's a more like competitive kind of atmosphere? Because it, it seems to be like Toronto and Montreal okay. seem to be kind of big ones. Yeah, I mean, Toronto, I think, is the most competitive city. I don't know. Toronto's a lot different now, though. Or maybe it's just because I don't work there often. But from what I see from Toronto, it's in a bit of a shift um, that it's still just as competitive. But there's it's almost like all of the the girls, like the big headliners who are working a lot, like me, um, me, Tainomi, Priyanka, Scarlett. Uh, who else is from Toronto? Jada, like uh, Fierce Alicious, like mm-hmm. all of us were, were working quite a lot in Toronto. And um, now with Drag Race, we're moving on to other things, you know, it's yeah, like we right. can't be working in the bars every night. So the headliners, like all of those ones have kind of stopped really doing those local shows. And now it's sort of at the shift where it's like, there wasn't anybody who was sort of next in line, mm, right? There was, right. St- it was still a lot of very new performers. So it feels like Toronto's trying to find its footing again, in like the new kind of queens who are like the it girls. There's a lot of clicks happening. There's a lot of girls who kind of look like clones. Like they all <laughs> kind of look like the same person, the same middle parted human hair wig flat to their face. I mean, they look good, but it's still like a lot of that. Yeah. But but it, 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 Toronto, I think is still just as competitive, but in a different, in a, a little bit of a different way now, you know? And mm. um. I prefer, honestly, I prefer the scene in Vancouver. Now that I've been to Vancouver Mm. quite a lot more, I prefer it there. I think they're a lot more relaxed. They're a lot more inclusive. Um, They they have a lot better sense of like um, how shows should be run and how, and how they should be casted, which I really, really enjoy seeing. There's, it's not just like a bunch of white girls, Yeah, you know, it's a, there, you see Kings, you see non-gendered performers, you see, um, uh you see people of different sizes you see people of different races different ages i i I, vancouver i i think this scene is a lot cooler but it isn't as intense and competitive but i think it's just because it's vancouver they're a lot more relaxed there yeah that's i went to school for acting out in vancouver um so that's kind of where i started out and when i was doing improv um the only place that I would regularly do gigs is in like the queer community on like the Davie street. And that, that kind of area was just so like accepting and like very like chill and everything like that. And honestly, like, even though it feels like a smaller community than Toronto, just like always had good turnouts for everything. Like it just, yeah. it's a, a, there's a good, like kind of like chill support. So I definitely see that there. Yeah. I love it there. I love it. And I've got quite a lot of like, I have a big support system at Vancouver. I've got a lot of friends out there. So if I wasn't living here, if I could, if I could take this house, airlift it out to Vancouver and just plop it down there, I would, but. Well, into the spookier note now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe in ghosts? I said this on the last spooky podcast I was on. Um, I believe in ghosts, but I don't believe that they're like malicious and scary because of a TikTok I saw literally changed my whole (laughs) outlook. I saw this one TikTok and she, and the person had said, I forget who it was. I forget, I forget everything about it, but just the way that it was said was if ghosts were aggressive, malicious, and like could hurt you, there would be a lot less white people around. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) it's so true. 
<laughs> that's a good point <laughs> yeah so i was like oh yeah there'd be a lot of people who are out to get some horrible horrible racist white people so i was just like that's really true maybe ghosts are just like sweet little babies just floating around just wanting to hang out and talk to us <laughs> so the belief is in ghosts but not like a kind of malicious ghost or whatever but like just kind of one that can't do anything about it yeah like they're there and mm -hmm. they're vibing and it's more so just like uncomfortable because you're like I don't understand this but not like scary and like you need to go away I hate this because I feel like you're going to kill me scary right. and they're like this isn't familiar to me and I don't want to interact with it because it hurts my tiny human brain yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's kind of like around where my belief system goes obviously Damien's a skeptic but um I believe in ghosts and I believe more like kind of energy based like that they can mm -hmm. affect your energy and have kind of affect your like empathy and make you empathize mm -hmm. with them is kind of where I lie um so i'm not like towards the uh like demon like throw me out the window of my house kind of <laughs> yeah no i don't really believe in that the like yeah. ooky spooky scary stabby ones um <laughs> uh, more so just like the the vibes just the vibes yeah. the yeah. vibes mm -hmm. uh, have you ever had a paranormal experience um kind of i was a baby so it was more so my brother mm. but he was in the um we lived in this old house around so we where my parents live now around the corner there was a tiny house where we used to live um and so we were living there when i was first born and my mom would put me to bed and then my brother would always kind of like watch me in my room and she was always like oh my god that's so sweet you know and then one day she went in and she went Mommy, the man that's looking at Joe is scaring me. And I think he needs to go away. Like, I don't want to see the man staring at Joe anymore. I don't like it. And my mom was like, mm hmm. <laughs> so then she went in, there's nobody there. And she was like, see, he's staring at him. And she went, okay. The next week we moved in with my grandma. <laughs> out of there, gone. <laughs> I love that reaction of being like, oh, fuck this, we're out. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, nope, I fucking hate this house. I hate, there's a ghost here. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs> I, I think that would be like, that's for me, one of the most terrifying things about children, right? Is that you, and I, my mom like told the same story about me that it'd be like, who's that man in the doorway kind of thing. Like if a kid oh. said that to me, I'd, I might leave the kid in the house too. I might be out of there. <laughs> you know, if he's not hurting the kid, he'll might, he might hurt me. I'm out of here. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, Cody, he he avoids schools. He avoids uh, playgrounds. That's a good thing. That's a positive. <laughs> For different reasons. Yeah. But also yeah. because he doesn't want him to tell spooky stories to them. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's this thing with kids being able to see ghosts? Like, fuck that. Yeah. That, that part of the lore is the like uh, kids and pets, right? Like, when you just see, like, a pet, like, looking up a flight of stairs and just barking for no reason. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah yeah my dog does that outside she'll mm. look outside and just start barking and we don't see anything and it's at night and I'm like you gotta you gotta reel it in there babe you gotta reel <laughs> it in because uh I'm not cool with this like I yeah. don't see nothing out there and I don't like that you can <laughs> <laughs> well I mean that's why some people get dogs is so that they can see the stuff that you don't right right smell it they, they warn yeah. you of danger mm. yeah I mean, she... <laughs> <laughs> yeah you like go. you go <laughs> yeah i mean like my uh my dog back home would just kind of like cower in fear a little bit like look like it's seen <laughs> something and then go like oh, 
uh, <laughs> uh, my my dog actually alerted us there was a fire across the street like oh. and two doors down mm-hmm. and she woke my parents were here they were staying we're doing some renovations right now so they were staying with us so they were in the guest room next to me and my husband were in our room and we closed the doors because we want privacy and my yeah. dog was losing her fucking mind and like banging on my parents' door to wake them up. Cause she went, those fuckers aren't going to wake up. I'm not going to wake them up. I'm going to wake grandma and grandpa. Uh, so she's like banging on the door and scratching at it. And my dad woke up and there was a right across the street, huge fire. And wow. she was just freaking out about it. So like, yeah, dogs, dogs are really in tune to that stuff. Well, well on that note, we got a story to tell. Oh. We all drew positions beforehand. Uh, Juice box. Do you want to reveal what you drew? Uh, swing. So I'm versatile. Yeah. No responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Let's burn this shit down. (laughs) (laughs) And I drew the celebrity. That's right. So I go to a random celebrity generator. It'll give me four options. I'll have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. My options are uh, Charlie Chaplin, perfect for podcasting, perfect yeah. impression for podcasting. If you could do that, that'd silence. Be great. Yeah, silence. we've been getting a lot of emails saying we need more uh, silent film actors yeah. in our celebrity <laughs> section. Uh, Eminem, okay. Oh my, Those are opposite ends of a spectrum. Yeah, Rachel Ray, okay. Oh, which uh, Rachel Ray too uh, really hooked me up that time that she had a pop up uh, restaurant in the city. Oh yeah, you were all about that. While I Uber Eats from it, and uh, she had she gave me two hardcover uh, cook. It was personally her. <laughs> yeah, too. her personally gave it to you. They put two hardcover cookbooks of hers in my like food bag. So oh, that's sad. That means they couldn't sell them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Rachel. I remember I saw one of her like her talk shows on TV one day, and she just seemed so mean to her audience. Like she was just yeah. like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like that was the vibe I was getting. And I'm like, people yeah. like this. That's I what... fucked with 30 minute meals, though. Like I fucked hard with that, that shit. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. It, is, th- is that why I uh, almost had the uh, heart attack? Because Rachel Ray thought I had enough food that she would give me two cookbooks? That's what it was. Like, this, I was is- like, this is for two people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rachel Ray fat shamed you. That's what yeah. she did. <laughs> this seems like a family person who needs to feed their family. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay. He's like the Charlie Chaplin of our day. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say a word <laughs> um i think i'll go with the uh seth rogan okay i think i could use pretty much my own voice for that pretty close i was gonna say you kind of sound like him so that one felt like on the nose yeah that would yeah and that wouldn't like however you... he could do the least amount of work possible yeah. without being the silent character yeah well if i can have uh, both of you help me explain me doing that like fork and the two buns dance on the table right. i guess i could do the yeah. chaplain thing do i have to make voices you can do whatever you want you're the swing okay okay i was gonna say because i'm i'm quite the little fag i don't know if i can do anything else but sound like a little fairy <laughs> Well, I mean, whatever you're comfortable with. That's the important yeah. thing, right? Everyone in this story has a soft, feminine voice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that means I drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to canigetit.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get the story started. Let's do a uh, relationship. 
pitcher and catcher. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can't wait to see Seth Rogen's grinder date do really well. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. So the spooky pitcher and catcher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. They could be like Jada and the Jada and the ghost that touched her booty hole. <laughs> wait a minute. What? You didn't see that? No. I don't think I did. <laughs> Jada Jada Hudson in the recent season of Canada's Drag Race talked about how a ghost um, a ghost fucked her in her sleep. <laughs> we we went through a list about celebrities who had sex with ghosts mm-hmm. recently, yeah. and Jada it, Hudson. And yeah, now that uh, if that list would come out this year again, Jada has one. to make it now. Jada Jada uh, Hudson, a ghost touched her booty hole. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there you go uh you're welcome i love how much uh, damien took it in too it was just, i was just like specifically just the booty hole got touched right or yeah just more? the booty hole just, just the, the booty, booty hole. hole just the booty wow. hole she said after it felt like how it feels after you mm. yeah she said it felt swollen this is a 18 plus podcast episode. Um, that's okay. I mean, I, I'm just more concerned about the ghost that's just going for booty holes. <laughs> well, no consent. No None. consent. Exactly. Going, going right for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we've heard all kinds of stories, like people uh, saying they're dating like the ghost of Michael Jackson, the ghost of Elvis and stuff like that. You know, like people say that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> You're deep. In oh, the yeah. Worms. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and my celebrity is the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> oh, you should put that down for one. That would be a good one. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Let, well, let's do it. Let's do it. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S P O O K E D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day. It's Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety it uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. 
BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today, it was a Thursday night. Bottom of the seventh inning, the bases were loaded and everybody was ready to watch the game. But back in the dugout, the replacement catcher was just sitting there waiting for his turn to finally get called in. Swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. Mm, Left, Mm, left. Are they ever going to call me up or am I going to be on this app all day? Hey, Bobby, what are you doing over there? Oh, uh, nothing. Do you need me? Um, do you need me up at the, at the plane? No, no. I, I just needed you to hand me the the a cup of Gatorade. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Guess I'm just the water boy. That's right. You're bench warming today, buddy. Listen, we're bottom of the seventh. Bases are loaded. Why do you think they'd call you in? There's no reason to get you in there. You're the replacement catcher. You're not the main guy. You really have to just hammer this home, huh? Yeah, we hate you. You're a loser. Like just asking me to get the Gatorade probably would have been enough, but <laughs> hey, you kept uh, you kept moping. Uh, I didn't get my Gatorade fast enough, so I'm gonna put you down. Yeah, the, well, I'll, I'll give you a real hero's journey in this story. <laughs> Jesus, I think all the rest was implied, but here's your Gatorade. Oh, thank you. Oh my God. Oh God, what a life it is for me. <laughs> Do I even need to be here today? You know, I'm just, I'm walking out. I'm walking out of the game. Bobby picked up, picked up his phone, grabbed his, uh, his mitt and walked out of the dugout. He went straight across the field, right in the middle of the play. He didn't give a shit what was happening. (laughs) The ball just swoops by my head. Oh, okay. Well, off home, I suppose. I just... All of a sudden, Bobby got a got a notification on his phone. Sup? Oh, (laughs) sup with you? (laughs) Nothing. You? Uh, Just uh, leaving work. (laughs) Same looking for you. (laughs) Do you know what? Do you know what looking means? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm new to the app. Um. Uh, uh, looking for fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? What fun you into? Um, you know, uh, hitting a few diggers. <laughs> diggers? Question mark? Dingers. Oh, dingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that, is that a kink thing? Yeah. Everything, oh. All of my things have to be around work for my kink. My oh, head so just pub- yeah. Public fun then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, send location. Uh, Wrigley Field. 
cool now? Yeah, I guess there's nothing else going on. <laughs> if you can meet me on the bench, I'll just go back over by my Gatorade cooler. If you know awesome. what I mean. <laughs> send, send pics. That's me, sad. <laughs> bench. Turned on? Question mark. It's fine. I've got nothing else going on. Might as well. <laughs> so Bobby turned around, walked back through the play, another ball whizzing by his head, and sat back down on the bench. Hey, Bobby, I thought you were uh, clocking out for the day. Well, a little bit of change of plans. Hey, uh, are we allowed guests <laughs> on the bench? Uh, oh, man, I, I don't know. I, I mean, there's nothing in the... Nothing in the rule book that says you can't have guests on the bench, but uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll allow it. Special guests? Special guests? What do you mean? Like your mother or something? Or... No. Oh, like extra yeah. special guests. Oh, like like your uh, cousin from out of town. <laughs> A little more special than that. Oh, like like the Pope? Hey, listen, I, I don't want to go through. I'm just a baseball coach. I don't know what's going on. Listen, coach, okay? This is my first time on the app. Oh. I've met someone. Candy Crush? <laughs> Not exactly. Oh. <laughs> coach, I can introduce you to the app uh, later if you want. Yeah, I'd love to know it. You know, I, I really need to get into these apps. I heard that they're the future. You got it, coach. <laughs> All right. Now pass me that Gatorade. God damn it. Here I'm you thirsty. Go. Here you go. So as long as it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. All right. It's no funny business. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, but I'm expecting business. To... Uh, business? It might be funny. Okay, well, so long as it's business. Yeah, not like funny business. Like, oh. it's not going to be like Seth Rogen telling jokes or anything. Oh, well, that would have been good, too. Well, I can I can, I can maybe call him up. He might, he might show up a little later. All right, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to go back to watching this game. You know, we're still bottom of the seventh, bases loaded. Two pitches already. We, you know, that's baseball. Um. Well, yeah. I, and uh, you worry about the game, and then I'll worry about my own uh, pitching and catching over. You know what? That's good advice. I feel like I've been talking to you a lot longer than I should be at this very crucial point in the game. <laughs> so I'm gonna go yeah, back to the I, baseball. I, I think the boys need a coach out there. All right. Well, I'm gonna get out there and make sure that we win this game. Good luck on the bench. The coach ran back out to the field and was like, oh, shit, I got to get back there. <laughs> Bobby sat there waiting expectantly, patiently. He started uh, uh, fluffing up his, his catcher's mitt. <laughs> he wanted to impress, of course. <laughs> it wasn't a euphemism. He was quite literally fluffing up his catcher's mitt. <laughs> <laughs> now that my uh, literal catcher's mitt is fluffed, I better work on the other one. <laughs> Are you close? <laughs> yeah, coming in now. Um, they're giving me a lot of flack at security, but can you just let somebody know that I'm coming? Also, uh, do you have any poppers? Poppers? The first thing Bobby thought was jalapeno poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Stare beside me. There's a big plate of them. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, great. Perfect. I forgot mine at home. <laughs> Um, yeah, just jump over the guardrail. Uh, if you run quick enough, no one will stop you, and then I'll handle it from the bench. Are you sure? Uh, like I said, if you run quick enough, <laughs> nobody will stop. Oh, okay, I've never really done that before, but this better be worth it. Oh, um, 
it might be disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I see you. Come on, run, run, run. Yeah, I'm coming. This sucks. Why is there balls everywhere? Balls this is the balls. Are- <laughs> That's right. It was baseball Thursday where everybody was given a commemorative baseball. And whenever <laughs> they see someone running on the field, they knew they had to take their shot and try and hit them. <laughs> Keep running. All the fans are throwing baseballs at you. That's right. It's a deluge of baseballs as someone runs across the field. Oh, my God. What a day for the game. We're going to have to be sweeping those balls up for a couple of hours to get this game back on track. Back to you, Mike. (sighs) Thank God you're here. Yeah. Hey, that was dramatic, but there's a lot more people here than I was expecting. I thought we were going to be like in a bathroom or something. Oh, uh, no, there's a there's a lot of um, fans watching. You said public. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not into it. I'm, I'm just saying it's it's different than what I'm used to. But, you know, I like to perform. Yeah, well, I mean, you came to the right place because, well, when I'm not handing out Gatorade, I'm a bit of a performer myself. I, I go out there, I I catch the balls, I uh, throw them back. Well, I, uh, usually only once per season. I my team doesn't respect me. That's cool. Are you ready to catch these balls? Oh, <laughs> I suppose I am. <laughs> Bobby picked up his catcher's mitt and, uh, you know, put it on and started like uh, putting his fist in it. Like he's ready to catch a, catch a fastball. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not what I was expecting. Uh, could you pass the poppers? Oh, here you go. Um, I have, they only had ranch dip. Is that okay? Oh, um, okay. You know what? I'm hungry, so that's fine. Uh, I like poppers. Great. Not what I was expecting again, but let's roll with it. Hey, Bobby, where are those jalapeno poppers? I, I need them for the boys out on the field. They're really getting anxious out there. Um, coach, I think that me and my special friend uh, might need these what poppers. Actually, I think we ate all of them. You and your special friend? Yeah, ate all the is, jalapeno poppers? Uh, sorry, I, I didn't get your name. It wasn't on the app. My name is Coach. No, not yours. Oh, <laughs> oh my name? Yeah. Oh, Colin. Colin. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's short for Colin Cox. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's family name. It's family name. Mm, Colin on Cox. <laughs> Colin on Cox. I had a neighbor named Colin Alcox. <laughs> the cousin actually oh wow okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a cousin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your cousins have the same first name different last names like yeah, yeah yeah we like yeah, to yeah. we like to switch it up a little bit we want to keep people guessing constantly right right it's a regional yeah, thing yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you learn that as a coach of a baseball team you're going from town to town different regions listen i'll 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 forgive the poppers because i know that you wanted to impress your uh, special guest Colin. Okay. Colin. Colin. Cox. Mr. Cox. Yeah. Do I call you Mr. Cox or Colin? I, I... Only call me Mr. Cox if you spit on the ground first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Cox. <laughs> Thank we you. spit a lot in baseball. Oh, tree. <laughs> Are you flirting with my friend here? No, I'm, just, I'm just being a coach. I'm just spitting. That's what we do in baseball. Colin's here for me, okay? Oh. For you. And I don't want to 
get a little bit riled up because my doctor told me not to get riled up, but, and I've just ate all of these jalapeno poppers. So I'm not supposed to eat all of this fried food and I'm just feeling a little bit. I think we're going to be okay. Okay. Bobby, I, I've never seen you this, uh, this fired up at a hey, game hey, before. Hey, 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 listen, do I have to call my cousin Seth Rogen to calm you guys down? If your cousin is Seth Rogen, <laughs> I love him. Is this first name really Colin? <laughs> Colin Seth Rogen. Colin Seth Rogen. Whoa. I didn't realize <laughs> Seth Rogen oh was just God. a stage name. <laughs> huh. Wow. Well, if you can bring him here, you know, I'm gonna forget about the popper. I'll forget about everything. I'll I'll calm right the heck down. I loved him in that pickle movie. <laughs> I honestly I'm such a huge fan of Seth Rogen. I don't know if I'll be able to handle um seeing him. It might uh fire me up too much. Oh wow. Okay. Uh but if if you can call him, I I mean sorry, I'm already nervous enough. I'm nervous about this being my first uh grinder date. I'm nervous about getting on the field and that we're at the game, we're at my work, and I'm not impressing you. I'm nervous about meeting my hero, Seth Rogen. Um <laughs> Please call him. You know what? I've already lost my heart on. I might as well just call him and just get this over with. <laughs> I got to admit, I lost my heart on a little while ago. Too. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck is going on here. I'm my, trying to coach a game here. Mine's still alive this, and strong. Okay, good. Isn't this supposed to be scary? <laughs> I got to say, we this- <laughs> if we lose this game, I'll be scared for my job. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey, Seth. Uh, I was supposed to get laid, but it's not working out. Give me a big thing of pop jalapeno poppers. Uh, can you just talk to him just to make this day a little bit better for me? <laughs> Do you need me to fire up one of your boyfriends again by calling him on the phone? Yeah, I'll owe you one. <laughs> All right, I'll tell a few jokes there. <laughs> uh, uh, hello? <laughs> hey, it's uh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh my God, my hero. Oh, yeah. oh. Bobby keeled over, dead as a doornail. That's right. Just hearing Seth Rogen's uh, mellifluous tones coming out of the speakerphone, it just got him so worked up that his heart exploded in his chest oh it was not like again. a firecracker <laughs> bobby bobby i need that gatorade come on pass it over <laughs> bobby bobby i think he's dead yeah but not again listen, <laughs> listen this happens to every relief pitcher that a uh, catcher that we get that's just we just have bad luck with that hey uh now that you're here do you uh we need a new uh, relief catcher if you want to, you know, join the team. You know, we, we're not picky. You know what? I'm usually a pitcher, mm. but I could think about being a relief catcher. I mean, if you work really hard, you might be able to work your way up to pitcher, too. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What the hell? What, what is that? It's the Gatorade bottle. It's speaking to us. <laughs> this is the ghost of Bobby, and I just came back to life here. You're haunting the Gatorade jug? Well, who else am I going to haunt? There's nothing I've been more connected with than Gatorade because I've been serving all of you for my whole life. Wow, he's a real picture of Haterade. Listen here. 
I leave for one moment and now you need a catcher? Yeah. I would, I've been on the bench for years, never being used. And then I get one person here to the bench with me. I die. And then you need somebody. That's I when mean, you need somebody. I tried to use you, but then you just gave me poppers and died. That's true. You were wanted, but then you, uh, you fucked it up. Well, I'm not used to being wanted. I'm not used to being needed, okay? Well, I need some Gatorade now, so can you piss a little in this cup for me? That's how you work now, that you're a haunted Gatorade bottle, right? No, dump it on your head. I haven't won yet. Oh, this feels cheap. I'm burning this whole field to the ground. This is the worst grinder date ever. You're telling me. The Gatorade bottle flew out of the dugout, shot out like a missile into the middle and sprayed Gatorade all over all the sports fans. Little known fact, Gatorade is actually highly flammable, (laughs) especially the red kind. (laughs) You happy? This is what you wanted. And he shot a little a little lighter out of his uh, the top of him and set the whole Wrigley Field ablaze. Everyone was burning. If they'd have had their baseballs, they would have threw them at the Gatorade, but they already threw them on the field. Colin, tell Seth Rogen what I've done. Tell him. Hey, Seth, um, I went to my grinder day and then he died after he talked to you and now he's like out here burning all of Wrigley Stadium. It's really boring. Do you think I could come stay with you in LA for a little bit? I'm just kind of over this. Oh, shit. (laughs) I guess you can come on the plane then. (laughs) (laughs) You're not leaving this field. Can I go? Uh, Coach? Yeah. Especially not you. What? Why? You've been benching me for years. Uh, You've been the Gatorade boy. Honestly, uh, Colin has a lot less to do with my frustration. So if anyone's leaving, it's probably going to be Colin. Thanks. (laughs) But but I really want Colin to see what I do to you next. Oh, my God. Okay, that's fine. Can I post it for my TikTok? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, sure. What do you want him to see? (laughs) What are you going to do? Colin pulls out his phone and starts filming. Um, and as he's filming, it just looks like the coach is being flown all around the field. <laughs> being dragged by his shirt by no one. You like that, coach? It's actually pretty fun. How about I hit you in the dinger? Oh, I didn't want to tell anyone, but that's kind of my thing. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I can't a- post this. <laughs> I can't post this on TikTok. This has to go on Pornhub. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, not again. Not again. Did I make your TikTok too inappropriate for you? <laughs> I'll just edit around it. It's fine. I'm getting a lot of hits right now. Well, I mean, if we do if we take this on the road, I can do all kinds of ghost pranks. Maybe that's what I'm meant to do. Ghost pranks? Ghost pranks. Yeah, you With film me? them. Yeah, you film them. And then uh, I'll just like murder a few people or whatever. You film it on TikTok and we'll see as the views go up. And I could be your entertainment coach. This is a beautiful friendship that's just formed. Yeah. Now, what do you boys say? We go back to the locker room and have a hard sex session. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, finally. Thank God. (laughs) 
huge montage of the most graphic sex <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yes. I'm done, though. <laughs> what? Okay, coach. Well, we just started three seconds ago. If you don't mind waiting for the rest. Oh of yeah, us. yeah. You guys continue. I'll. Uh, I'm just gonna go take a shower. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later. <laughs> oh, oh, I need a cigarette. Yeah, I bet you've uh, never been with a ghost before, huh? Actually, one time I was sleeping and I woke up and my entire booty hole felt like it was completely used by a ghost. So I think a ghost touched my booty hole god damn it all i wanted was to give you a new experience like you did for grinder for me but i couldn't even do that with the ghost thing it's fine i'm really into failures <laughs> well you'll love me then <laughs> this, is, this is beautiful <laughs> flash forward two years later the two of them oh got God. married uh, never in my life did I think I would find the one for me as a sentient, haunted Gatorade bottle. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. I, I'm just so glad that I'm here. Coach, I'm glad you got to see this too. I am too. I, you know what? I never thought I'd see you happy. And uh, as our special uh, flower girl here, That's because right. you're the one that got us together in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Seth Rogen's there. <laughs> Everything just uh, came together beautifully. And I, I mean, we'll ignore all of the uh, millions of people that were burned alive, but. It was and, for the better. Yeah, the, hopefully, uh, hopefully that never gets traced back to us. Uh, and, uh, no, no. Hey, Bobby, uh, I got you this. Oh, my God. It's a cup of Gatorade. <laughs> you got me a cup of Gatorade? Congratulations. I hope you have a wonderful marriage. That's what you say at weddings, right? Yes. Yes. Finally, someone's got something for me. Spooked. That was a scary story. Wow. It's really scary. <laughs> oh my God. It was like, I'm sorry rush. I took it there. <laughs> Someone had to. I mean, Seth Rogen, pitcher, catcher. Mm -hmm. Come on. It, I it had, had to. to. It had to. I had to. I like how at one point it became uh, <laughs> you explaining to uh, this little ace boy how Grinder works. <laughs> 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 I was like, when I was just like, do you know what this is? You're like, nope. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I just had to keep the baseball in baseball. <laughs> yes well I, no, I was a little confused works, because i didn't even think about pitcher catcher being baseball so when you started the baseball thing i was just like wait why are we doing baseball like what's happening <laughs> I, I love that it just for you it was like pitcher catcher was that thing specifically sex, sex. that's it yeah. i was like oh nice we're doing a sex thing great let's go oh i ow. mean to be fair that was the first thing that i thought too <laughs> good, good, good 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 i'm glad we're all on the same page oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but then i'm like we gotta reel it in a little bit we'll ease into it we'll ease into it <laughs> well on uh, that note let's uh do a round of plugs uh juice box where can everyone follow you 
If you want to follow me, you can follow me. Sorry, they're all different on every platform. I could never get the same one. Forgive me. So Instagram, it's Juicebox Official. TikTok, it's Juicebox Tiki Taki. Twitter is Juicebox Queen or Twitch is twitch.tv slash Juicebox Twitch. And if you want to see my OnlyFans, that's a joke. (laughs) There is no OnlyFans. I'm not there yet. Um, But yeah, that's it. I think that's it. I mean, after this one, there might be a demand with you and a Gatorade bottle. (laughs) Yeah, me and me and me and my intimate my intimate times with a Gatorade bottle. I think it would play. It would work. Poppers. Yeah. Uh, every time I talk about poppers on um, my Twitch channel, we say jalapeno poppers. Actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was that felt natural to me. I was like, okay, good. It, it's funny because I just watched uh, Bros last night too. I went to uh, theaters to see it, and Poppers is involved it? in that too, right? So oh, good. Was the movie good? I haven't seen it yet. I loved it. Yeah, I really did. I, like, I thought it was uh, fantastic, and um, just yeah, cried, laughed, had it all. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Can't wait to see two masculine gay men get together and find love. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, well, wow. uh, we'll be tweeting all of this mm-hmm. out at Spooked Podcast. Uh, that's the main plug, bros. <laughs> um, and uh, go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile in Juicebox with direct links to those social medias, as well as go to the shop. And we have spooked shirts, whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, we have a shirt for you. Pick one up, pick two up, pick four up. I mean, Halloween, spooky season, you got to give them out at Halloween, just give out t shirts. And then whatever you have left over, great Christmas gifts. It's the Ooky Spooky Podcast. Oh. Spooked. Spooked. <laughs> uh, cute. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 